So you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 This is Thoughts and Moments. Hey, hey, it's your boy Silly Thoughts, the Prince of Petty. And I'm Joy, also known as Joyride. I provide the moments to make your life better. We're here weekly to provide the latest news, trending topics, and edutainment. We will engage, entertain, and inform, but we keep it real and we keep it fun. So whether you're riding in these streets or podcast surfing with your peeps, this is a show you don't want to miss. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on The Real 1100 a.m. And guess what? It's 5 p.m. So let's go. Go, go, go. Hey, hey, it is your boy, Silly Thoughts, and you are listening to Thoughts and Moments Radio radio right here on The Real 1100 AM. It is Thursday, May 21st, 2020, and we are very excited to be here. Joy Ross sliding into the building. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you, Ellis. I appreciate the intro. Glad to be in the building today. You know I'm starting to feel like this is a real job because I was almost late. So (laughs) that's how you know it's official, right? When you start trying to slide in the door at 459. You just go, wait a minute, what just happened? I was like, what just happened? But it's all good. We are here. How do y'all feel like ceiling? I'm here. I, see I might be late. <laughs> I might not have lotion on, but I'm here. <laughs> Y'all are funny, funny, funny. But we got a big show planned today. Uh, today we're going to our main topic. Oh, shoot. My bad. That's me. That's me. Yeah, uh, today's topic is going to be getting your hustle on. We're going to be talking about uh, the way people are, officially, it's the way people are trying to expand their sources of income in this uh, economic crisis. You know, people are worried about their uh, their day job, if you will. And so people are getting side gigs, side hustles. Um, there's new industries popping up. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And we actually got a special guest coming in um, at the halfway mark who's going to talk about how she has expanded her revenue streams. And she's officially our first sponsor. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey can we get a round of applause for that when you're on your phone? Come on, now we get sponsors and everything. We got sponsors. <laughs> now, it might be a one-time shot, but, you know, we got some sponsorship. And, um, and she uh, she actually sent me some stuff that I'll be talking about later. That is what's up. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We can always cheer when somebody wants to sponsor our show. So exactly. Very, very excited about that. What's going on? People are getting in the chat room. Roy, uh, Fiona, uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, I am back on um, I- I'm back on my laptop today. Uh, so no iPad. So I can see and respond. So it will be more responsive uh, on today's show. So uh, excited about that. And we've got better Wi-Fi. we got a new Yay. Wi-Fi here at the, sta- at the station. So right. One we are- time for the new modem. <laughs> yes. We upgrades. Are very, very excited about these upgrades. Well, we got all kind of news today. we got we talk about side hustles and how to mm-hmm. get them. Really, it's about multiple streams of income. Right. Especially during this time because, I mean, we're in record unemployment. Right, um, yes. What, I think 20 20- Three million? 23 million. I think another 2.7 million applied for uh, unemployment, had registered unemployed. It's the highest unemployment rate they've seen since the Great Depression. Since the Depression. And that's skipping over the recession, it's skipping over the 70s, the gas crisis, et cetera, skipping over all of that, um, all the way back to the the late 1920s, early 30s. Yeah. So... Times is hard out here. It's, it's, it's hard out here in these in these working streets. So mm-hmm. uh, if you can find a little side hustle to bring in a multi, another stream of income mm-hmm. to your to your household, that would be a great thing. Particularly if you are um, currently unemployed or, or getting paid right. like a furlough or on unemployment. So you know, um, I remember when people first started having a shelter in place and they started talking about wearing masks and doing all this other kind of stuff. Um, for some reason, Joanne Fabrics like sold out. I was like, oh, everybody getting their little. 
you know, arts and crafts, you know, working with the kids, teaching them how to sew. Now, not, uh, now that we are two months into this, I understand that people were getting ready for their new hustle, which was <laughs> making masks. So everybody is out here trying to get the, you know, the, the activated carbon filters, the N95 filters, yep. and putting them into, you know, just a piece of fabric or a protective film in a mask. And they're selling them from anywhere up to 5 to $20, depending I, on how I got, Gucci you want I got a question about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I, I I don't frequent Joanne Fabrics uh-huh. or Michaels, but you don't. No, don't. <laughs> surprise. Um, but do they sell like um, the fabric that has like Gucci or <laughs> Louis Vuitton or Yves Saint Laurent so, logos on it? If you want something with uh, what looks like it could be a Gucci or Louis Vuitton pattern, your best bet is to probably go to one of the hair stores and grab your bandana that's got Gucci all across it. I yep. don't remember seeing that kind of thing in Joanne Fabrics. It tends to be just be, you know, uh, different color fabrics, floral patterns, uh, geometric patterns, so on and so A whole bunch of um, non-licensed stuff, you know. Yeah, I think uh, your joint fabric will get uh, get uh, their hand slapped for, yeah. <laughs> for selling that kind of stuff. <laughs> slapped with something. Lost Because uh, the masks with those logos, that, that, those are the kind of masks I've seen being sold. Yeah, and uh, the whoever is doing it, either either they're going that um, New York Chinatown route where it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. a gooky instead of Gucci or something like that, or right. they've been licensed. Like, I know that the NFL has a whole series of uh, licensed um, team masks, like, you know, the Eagles, the Cowboys, whoever you want, so... So, uh, and also my old company um, that I, that I helped found, uh, Iweave International, has got some real M95 masks, and so they're uh, they're selling them. So they mm-hmm. they he asked me today to give a shout out, so I'm giving a shout out. There it is. So if you want to get some masks, some real uh, M95 masks that are being used, you know, currently uh, with filters. So uh, give me a shout out and I can get you some masks, either, whether in bulk or whether individually. So Yeah, the mask I'm holding up is available. Um, one of my uh, partners in crime, her name is Tan Willis, and she owns a consignment shop. And, you know, people are, they're shopping online, so they're not necessarily, but she has an online shop as well. But she's also selling masks. Um, if you ever catch her Facebook Live, her um, her Instagram is eclosit, E-K-L-O-Z-E-T. And catch her when her daughter is helping her model the mask. It's the funniest thing you ever want to see. That child was born to be a star. I watch it just for the kid. But I also got a mask from her as well. So speaking of uh, the side hustle, um, I've also noticed there's been a lot more people going live. So that is, y- y'all are flooding the market right now. So right, I-, I need for y'all to calm down. Mm-hmm. Watch our show. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's my thing <laughs> Let about us handle this. Okay. Everybody can't go live. Okay, right. just it's not it's not for everybody. I'm it's just not saying. for everybody. I'm if you're not photogenic, you know who you are, or I hope your friends know who you are. If you have, I would say, nothing compelling to talk about, um, you don't have to go live. Like I have a friend that goes live all the time, and she's got a microphone and she just sings her heart out because she feel like it. But she's also not trying to make money doing it. She's just being silly. I'm cool with that. But if you're trying to build a business, you need to understand the uh, the nuances and the different. Um, Get some understanding on the live yeah. thing. Don't just be going live because you bored at your house you know and be camera ready for real for yeah. real so th- that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm gonna force gump that so uh that's it for our opening let's go ahead and get to these trending topics yes Okay, okay. Uh, I still love that sounder. And um, how about 
I left by Trader Topics in the car, but I ha- I do know them okay, because I did I did my studying. So yes. first up, and and speaking about it, um, this hurt, this one hurts me to my heart because, mm-hmm. and it also talks about how times change and brands have to either pivot or die. Mm-hmm. And this brand is dying, and that brand I'm talking about is Victoria's Secret. Mm. They have so that not- hurts you to your heart. That- <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Y'all hear this? You hear what I have to do with? Go ahead. So they have announced the uh, parent company, um, L Brands, I think that's the, the parent company, mm-hmm. has announced they're closing 250 stores in the Uni- United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. At one point, they were on the verge of getting bought out by private equity. And then COVID-19, uh, uh, coronavirus hit. And everything I put on hold, and then that deal fell through. Mm-hmm. And so now they are closing stores. They also own, the, the parent company also owns Bed Bath & Beyond. Now, Bed Bath & Beyond sales have gone down too, but Victoria's Secret sales have gone down 46% in the mm-hmm. first quarter, uh, fiscal quarter of this year. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond sales have gone down 18%, but their online sales have gone up 85%. Right, ain't nobody wearing underwear right now. <laughs> so It's a free ball world basic, at the moment. Basically what the article was saying, what the research that I did was saying is that, and I this is where you can chime in on this, Joy, is that the market has shifted and nobody looks like that anymore. And, and companies are now mm-hmm. catering to what women's bodies really look like. You know what? And... Yeah. Uh, like Rihanna's got a line and Aries mm-hmm. got a line and there's and all- they've got competitive lines. Like yes. Rihanna's line is about the same price as you're gonna find at Victoria's Secret, but yes. it's made for women with actual curves. <laughs> Not knocking somebody with a slim build or right. with a smaller chest or whatever, but right. you know, uh, Rihanna's got women with with rumps. The way my mom used to say, she got a rump on her. So you know that, you also, you know what it's going to fit like. And it's just as easy. It's also, it was already an online store. Right. You weren't going anywhere to brick and mortar to, to get Fenty um, right. Savage underwear. But, uh, you know, going in the mall was already dying. Yeah. The malls themselves were already dying. Right. And Victoria's Secrets, um, I'd say their MO was very much come into the store, get the experience, have someone fit you, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now people are using their own tape measures, figuring out their sizes. And the, the thing with Amazon that is affected so many businesses is if you don't like it you can send it back right and their return policy is great so you can try on stuff from the comfort of your own house it just takes a little longer and um also that yeah that push towards more realistic models i swear even yeah. though i'm not really a, a underwear person uh, as far as matching things and silk and lace and everything i see ads all day on my on my um facebook for right. plus size models and underwear, and they look really good and i'm like wow right. so my body goal is not you know, the Victoria's Secret model is right. that chick. You know, I'm like, if I could shrink my waist a little bit, I could look just like her. And it's it's attainable. Right. You know, so that does change the face of where I'm going to shop. It does. And I and I think, you know, the, the lesson here is that you have to stay on top of the market. And so Victoria's Secret didn't do that. They just kept going with their brick and mortar stores. Right. They kept going with this whole angel look mm-hmm. where these kind of. I'm not wearing wings to work. These these bodies that are, aren't really attainable by a large percentage of their the people that were buying their clothes. Right. And I yeah, mean, the pink brand was doing well yeah. with, with teenagers and youngsters. Yeah. But they were buying sweatpants and they weren't buying drawers. So right. you know what I'm saying? I, I can't feel bad for them. I was I was joking at first when I said it hurt <laughs> my to my heart because I was like, I don't I um, 
you know. Now, Bed Bath & Beyond, like you said, they're probably going to weather the storm. Because, yes. Because, I mean, if anything, every every other uh, thing I see on my Facebook feed is people learning how to cook and what which air fryer is the best air fryer and <laughs> how do I get a Teflon skillet. And, exactly. You know, um, somebody teach me how to boil corn. Like, you know, people are trying out there. So I well, can you, see that continue. You know what? I can't find it, are, are dumbbells. Like, I've been trying to, you know, because I'm working out, out at home. Mm-hmm. They, you can't find them anywhere. I've been to... I, you know, Dick's oh, Academy. Oh, wait, I've been wait, wait, online. Before, before we get in trouble with the lawyers. Yes. Thank you, O.C. Anderson. Um, Bath and Body Works is their other. Sorry, band. Bath Not and Body Bed, Works. Bath and Beyond. I apologize. Yo, I didn't have my notes. Room. I had it on my notes. Chat room is looking out for us. Thank you, chat room. Appreciate, appreciate that, O.C. Yeah. Okay, Bath and Body Works. But they said they're making money because people are buying the hand sanitizers and things like that online from Bath and Body Works. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are, they are their online you know, sales have gone up and people are cooking now and they're buying, you know, so they're doing more home stuff and so they need right. that stuff and they're ordering those online. Right. But Victoria's Secret did not pivot and they did not mm-hmm. create an online, you know, presence. They you wanted know, you to come into the store. I'll do you one better. Um, they are going the way, there are several companies that are suffering from that and it's not just the fact that you know, you didn't pivot to what your audience wants. You didn't pivot to what was available. You think about the companies now that were already testing the waters with um, virtual meetings, already using WebEx and right, Skype right. and Zoom. Um, I know the company I used to work for was using online virtual meetings with the polls and the, you know, scratch on the screen, all that kind of stuff, like five years ago. Oh, wow. And so when, when we had the shelter in place, they were like, all right, bet. So all the meetings are like this now. And <laughs> they did it overnight. <laughs> Meanwhile, there are other companies who resisted that. They tend to be more of your micromanaging yep. uh, people factory type of companies like you know like a call center or whatever yep. where they're like no we need to see you in the seat we need to see what you're doing and now that they have to work from home some places don't even have enough computers to get everybody to work from home because they share and call, call centers some call centers mm-hmm. have been doing that already having people just take calls from home because you can still monitor the yeah. call you can still listen you can yeah. still see if they're on or not mm-hmm. um, if they're but available if or not right but, but if you weren't ready for it then they struggle and yeah they struggle but building those mass yeah. call centers and stuff like that so um, moving on to our next topic. Yes. Um, McDonald's is being sued and they are trying. They are being sued by employees and family members of employees. And they're and they're they're alleging. I have to say that for the attorneys. Uh, they are alleging that McDonald's is not providing a safe work environment um, uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic. And just now. And they're <laughs> okay. Some of the allegations are they are not requiring. They want people to wear masks when they come into the stores, um, and they're they're not requiring people to wear masks coming in. They are working in too close quarters, and they're not uh, notifying employees when somebody does catch uh, the coronavirus, and they're not letting oh. them know. So if somebody caught it, and so therefore they are getting um, in trouble, and so people are filing. They filed suit in Illinois, and there's some more people that are looking to file suit in. California and so it's growing and so they're trying to make a class action so mm-hmm. apparently so you know McDonald's have of course released a statement you know denying the allegations of course. but it's, it's growing and um, you know because they're putting people in jeopardy their employees as well as uh, their employees families and so that's, that's going to be an interesting um, lawsuit to watch because it's going to set a precedent for yes. how retail uh, is responsible for the health of their workers because right. McDonald's is huge. They're everywhere. And yes. if they get held to a standard, especially considering the number of franchises they have, yes. if they get held to that standard where you are liable for putting your employees at risk, there goes everybody. You can't say we can't do it here. Well, McDonald's did it, and they did it in 60 million stores or whatever. So how are you going to tell me you can't? Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. That's something, that's something to keep an eye on. I'm going to follow that and see 
you know. And with the pushback that people have had for being required to wear masks in places, because you know, can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) Yeah, I I do. I was like, and I was like, so that was one of the things that they they wanted in the lawsuit. They wanted the store policy to change to requiring people that come in to wear a mask. But there's been a large pushback. Of people, I saw um, a Karen on on Instagram earlier today crying about having shit. She couldn't breathe because she had to wear a mask and all this other stuff. And so people are pushing back for wearing masks into businesses. And how, if McDonald's does change that policy, how do you think that would affect their business? Yeah, I think um, um, McDonald's is like, ah, you know what? Let me not get myself in trouble about what I was about to say. But <laughs> McDonald's will not die. We'll put it that way. They're gonna. They're gonna withstand everything there may be a few franchises here and there that won't be able to weather the storm because they're in a rural area but any mcdonald's inside inside loop is going to be all right um (laughs) but there are people and i think that's the there's always that loud minority that um Mm -hmm. wants something that people loud minority of people a loud minority (laughs) yes thank you there's that loud uh small percentage of people that uh, get all the focus, they get all the camera time, right. and they say, we don't want to do this. You know, we don't want to do this. You can't impede on my freedoms. Right. Um, but your um, the right to the pursuit of happiness, which is in the Constitution, does not extend beyond um, yourself. You can't be happy at the expense of someone else's health or life or safety. Right. You know, like, because, I mean, if you like, I don't know, chewing people. You know, you can't be happy running around biting folks all day. They're not going to let you do that. That's assault. But it makes me happy. No, that's not how that goes. Right. So if you want to take your mask off and yell and scream and spit when you talk, you're endangering other people. You know, just like freedom of speech. you like walking around your house fire. naked. Yeah. You could do that. But, but you can't walk around outside naked. Like exactly. you, just, you just can't do that. Take your mask off at home, just like you take your clothes off at home. That's do that. right. Keep your bad body in the house. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we forgot to give our coronavirus update. Uh, that's normally what we open up with. So right. you know, while this pandemic's still going, so we're going to give an update each mm-hmm. week. So I checked. Uh, United States is just over 1.6 million um, mm-hmm. cases, with about 90. We've topped 90,000. 90,000 mm-hmm. deaths as a result. Here in Georgia, we're around 47. A uh, thousand with uh, just under two thousand deaths mm-hmm. here uh, um, in the state of Georgia. And if you'll notice, like uh, the rate of uh, fatality is tapering off a little bit. Yes. Which means hopefully people are recovering. We didn't actually get to the point where we overwhelm the health system, um, not not to not to a critical point, And hopefully we're turning the corner. But my fear and my worry is that, you know, um, Dr. Fauci, who is the only one I listen to, right. he predicted, you know, somewhere in the range of 100,000 deaths. And here we are, topping 90,000 right. um, at the middle of May, end of May. And um, now things are opening up. People feel like it's safe. I've seen people, you know, make discussions like, why is everybody acting like it's just over? It's still out there. And that's yeah. very true. So don't let your guard down because just because they put it in the range of 100,000 deaths doesn't mean it automatically shuts off. At 100,001, we the, could see a second wave come through. The hard part about that is with with things starting to open back up, people are starting to get more comfortable. So mm-hmm. it went, it's going from, ooh, my favorite restaurant is starting to open back up. And they're not only are they opening back up for takeout, they're opening back up for dine-in. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you mean I can go sit at the bar? And the bartender has to wear a mask, but yeah. I don't. And now, so now you want to go sit at the bar and have a beer and, and all this other stuff. And so you want to get back to normal life. And that's mm-hmm. opening yourself back up to potentially right. getting sick again. There's a way to do it. Because I will say I went to dinner this weekend um, 
Me and my boyfriend went to dinner with another couple. Okay. Now, let me tell you how we did this. <laughs> we went to a restaurant, and the restaurant was only serving takeout. You could not eat inside the restaurant. Right. But they had a patio. Right. On the patio, they had several tables and chairs, but they had staggered them. They'd taken the chairs away right. from half the tables, and they staggered them, you know, kitty corner. So you couldn't sit directly across from somebody, and there was nobody immediately in the tables around you. So they uh, did it. Uh, they physically maintain six feet of distance between you and anybody else that was sitting outside. You got a cross breeze. Everything was wiped down. They served you with plastic, uh, you know, plastic spoons, plastic forks, um, and not just plastic, but in the wrapper, like you would get on a to-go order. And then they were like, you can sit out here if you want to. Good luck. You know, the guy that served us, he had <laughs> gloves on. He had a mask on. Um, he was extremely safe. He didn't, he didn't come by right. a whole lot. He was like, here's some water. Bye. And uh, we sat out there, we talked, we kept six feet, because it was a big table, we kept six feet from other people, right. uh, give or take, and then we left. No hugging, no sh- no handshaking, nothing. We were out. It was just nice to talk to other people and share a meal with another couple, but I think we, um, I think we were successful. But that's the maximum capacity. Like, it was us and another group out there. Right. We didn't want anybody else out there, and nobody else tried to get out there. But if you start having people demand their rights to sit in a booth or demand their rights to... Um, do whatever, then yeah, you're gonna have problems. So it 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 requires the people to comply. You know how yep. everybody always wants folks to comply. Everybody needs to comply with the rules. How about that? Well, we're gonna comply with the rules of the radio station, and we're gonna take a quick break here. Okay. Um, and when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about you know getting a side hustle. Our guests will be joining us shortly, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about side hustles and. Mm-hmm. And the economy and how do we move back into a smart way uh, without endangering people again. So we're going to take this quick break and you're listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on The Real 1100 AM. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it. It's a touchdown. Entertainment. Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows. Well, isn't that special? All on one app. Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. You know what? What? We are back, and you're listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on The Real 1100 AM. You know, Greg, I think this is the first week in a couple of weeks we haven't told you what you're supposed to play. Since <laughs> I know. Yo, uh, shout out to our producer, Greg. If you're watching the live feed, you can barely see Greg behind the, in the glass. He's, he's the, the, the he's person the behind the glass here. Oh, he didn't turn the lights the light out. Greg is not a video person. Turn but, um, out the lights. <laughs> I just shout out to my, my uh, producer right here. He has it going on. He always knows exactly what we need. Turn them on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Crazy>. you, Teddy. <laughs> 
But again, we are back. And so before the break, we were kind of talking about in our trending topics, we were talking about the economy starting to mm-hmm. open back up. You saw California has done almost a 180 Yeah. because they were shut down. They were allegedly supposed to be shut down in, in Los Angeles County until July. The mayor, Gavin, uh, the governor, sorry, Gavin Newsom yeah. has done a complete reversal. And now they're looking at students going back to school mm-hmm. fall, businesses opening back up. And so we don't know if the billionaires got to them and they, they did a drop squad on them no. or not. <laughs> but so, you know, there's here's, here's my take on California. They did it right the first time mm-hmm. when as soon as they started having cases, they were like, shut it down, got to go. And so everybody went and sheltered in place early on. And then you saw their uh, their cases, their results, their recoveries uh, react to that. And now it may be safe for them. And also, I think that they're going to be much more conscientious about their um, protocols, trying to open up the schools and everything. Right. Um, And they may be the lead that we want to follow across the country, but you can't follow their lead halfway through. We can't follow their lead because we didn't do what they did in April and in March. So you can't decide now, well, California opened up. I guess the rest of us can't. No. You didn't do what they did. Conservative governors aren't going to do that. They no. hate California. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other um, story. But I yeah. feel at the same time, I think I think it would be interesting to watch to see what they do. I think the protocols they're going to put in place are probably going to be um, effective. So let's hope that, uh, you know, they become a symbol of hope for the rest of us. You know, that we can all get back to a new normal. And, you know, I know that phrase has played out, your new normal, but that's what it's going to be. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the the fashionable mask industry doesn't stick around for at least a couple years. It kind of feels weird, like, you know, because you would see those videos and and photos from Asian countries, especially they had a lot of uh, pollution. Mm -hmm. And they would, people would be walking around with masks on all the time. All the time, yeah. Even before COVID. And so I always thought that to be weird. And now I'm walking around America and I see people, some people with masks on. I have one, I keep it in my car. And so when I'm going into businesses and things like that, I just put it on and you get the looks and I don't, you know, and so now there's this kind of new paranoia that comes on. Are they looking at me because um, they're the anti-mask people? And mm-hmm. so like they get mad when they see somebody wear a mask. Are they looking at me because, you know, of that kind of innate fear? I don't, I don't can't see his nose and mouth. So therefore, right. you know, there's something nefarious going on, even though you know why people are wearing masks. Well, so there's still that like... underlying uh, hospital fear that anybody with a mask on is sick. Um, and that's not the case. Just like we used to think that about people we saw in other countries wearing masks. Like, what is that epidemic? No, it's, right. it's pollution. Or uh, they don't want anybody else to get them sick. Because if you've ever seen the images of some of the subways, or those mass, uh, rapid transit or mass transit right. or things where they're pushing people to get on, you know, the bullet train is ridiculous. But I think, um, you know, I'm planning to get I have my mask here, which is my little red and white mask because I'm a Delta. So I like red and white. But I'm planning to get like a black one, a navy blue one, like just to match <laughs> all my outf- all my outfits so I can be fashionable. Go be real look. black with it. I'm going to get my mask and match my stuff. <laughs> I'm going to get a linen one for the summertime. Get one blinged out. Get one some rhinestones, you know. That's why people get the Gucci ones. You get the Gucci and Louis Vuitton. I I never wore Gucci and Louis Vuitton, but, you know, I might get me, you know, a little one that says Prava instead of (laughs) Prada, you know, something. Bravo. And try to pretend. Get um, a FUBU one. Yes, I want a FUBU one. And the cool, the cool thing is, get you that Ferragamo, so, get that Ferragamo with, right? the, with the <laughs> spelled wrong with an I. But here's the thing, um, Fubu and it, or any any style that you like, if you have an old T-shirt or whatever, people are having um, instructions online on how to make a mask out of your favorite T-shirt, just like you can make a quilt out of your favorite T-shirt. How to get the the right filters and stuff in it. But also, there's places online that will make a mask custom to what you want. Um, but uh, 
We're actually about to jump into our guest. And before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about why I'm so hot in here today. <laughs> uh, first off, I'm hot. I'm a hot girl. So there's that. But then um, I had a chance to meet this person. Her name is Kiana Claiborne. She'll be coming on in a minute. I met her years ago. We are sorority sisters. We met through a mutual uh, soror. And um, she just had that that spirit, you know, um, uh, like, you know, game recognized game, if you will. And um, we've been in contact ever since. We've always kept in touch. Um, I consider her a friend. And recently she started talking to me about some of the new revenue streams that she's um, undertaking. And one of them was paparazzi jewelry. Mm. And um, I'm not going to steal her thunder because we're going to talk to her in a second. But everything that I'm wearing right now, so you see, if you're on, if you're on our Facebook Live, you can see the chunky necklace, you can see the earrings, and this bomb bracelet that she gave me. If you're listening Cup. on the radio, that click clacking is, yeah. is the jewelry. <laughs> That's the jewelry that you hear. And um, she um, she donated all of this to, I would say to the show, but I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm, it'll be like it's both ours, but I'll it, keep it at my it, house. It's both ours. It's right. both ours, but I'll keep it at my house. But um, let's, uh, if she's ready, let's bring her in. Yeah, let's bring her in. Hello, Kiana Claiborne. Hello, hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we got you loud and clear, and we got the loud round of applause. Thank you, Greg, <laughs> Greg on that. <laughs> that yes, one. yes, yes. So for, first and foremost, I had to sit down, you know, because I was dancing when y'all was playing. I go to work, so I'm going to pull something. <laughs> And I, I learned to stop dancing a long time and, and, and D-Nice and, and all these DJs trying to go live. I can't, it's not good for my health right now. Right. You know? Exactly, exactly. So, so, go ahead. Okay, so uh, Kiana, I want to, if we can, get a little bit of your background and um, help us understand what led you to opening up. Like, what was your uh, motivation for having different revenue streams? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, I want, oh Lord, I sound like I'm at church. Let me go ahead and thank First you guys. First and foremost, giving out of the God. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the um, centerpiece of my life. <laughs> <laughs> let me thank you guys for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. So, my background is primarily in higher education. I've worked for a couple of different universities um, in business development roles. So, I'm the first point of contact out doing marketing for whatever programs we have, primarily for adult learners, online learners. Gotcha. So I have been doing it for quite some time. Um, so I felt kind of a little burnt out a few years ago when I started thinking about some things, you know, maybe just to do on the side. But, hey, I'm lazy, and I never sat down and really came up with a, a definite plan. So, right. yeah. um, you know, I don't know. It's something about this pandemic and being in the house a little bit more and having time to really think and go over finances. And I said to myself, you know what? I really need to invest in a side hustle, but something that I actually like. Right. And, Joy, you know me. I love to shop, you know, accessories, <laughs> yeah. everything. Um, so a really good girlfriend of mine from college, she's been selling it for quite some time, and I was one of her uh, customers. I said, well, um, if I'm sitting up here buying all this stuff, I might as well sell it. You know, so that is what me, made me, you know, look more into it and research, research the company and everything. You know, you make a really good point because I have a side hustle myself as a travel agent. Mm. And I started that mm -hmm. like uh, midsummer of last year. 
because I'm always going on trips. I'm always going on vacation. I love going overseas to different countries. I'm not doing it at the moment. But um, I got into being a travel agent because I wanted, it was something I was interested in. And I like, I like planning trips for other people right. and make a little money while I did it. And, you right. know, um, up until, you know, all the airports shut down, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> but um, I, I feel you, what you're saying, like, it, if you're going to do something on the side, it should be something that you have an interest in, in and of itself. You know, because uh, for some people, the side hustle becomes a main hustle over time, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, one other question I want to have for you is uh, tell us about your side hustle. You mentioned the jewelry and everything, but tell us specifically, uh, like, what you're doing and where people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I work for a company called Paparazzi Accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, three really just things that stand out to me about the company is we don't have any catalogs because we get new items daily. Uh, the jewelry is not 100% hyperallergenic, but it's 100% lead and nickel free. Now the main purpose of Pasarazzi is to provide a quality product at affordable prices. So we have five dollar jewelry. Okay. I'm sorry, what? Huge stuff, great great quality product. And the thing that I like about the company is you're getting what you pay for. You know, yeah it's five dollars, but it's still a great quality product. Wait, wait, wait. So um, I got the jewelry. I was actually, before you came on, I was telling the, the, the audience about the jewelry that you sent me. So I got this cute little chunky necklace. I got this um, this gorgeous little band. because, And I'm, I'm loving this bracelet band that you sent me because I'm a big girl and a lot of times bracelets in particular <laughs> don't fit me. And I put this on with no trouble. Okay. I'm loving it. Um, and I got the earrings. So I thought that this was like a, you know, a $50 set or something. So you're telling me that each one of these pieces was $5? Yes, ma'am. That would be correct. Really? Oh, wow. So what's your website? Because um, one of my, one of my I say one of my holdups for buying jewelry is I'm going to break it. I'm going to lose it. I, I don't know. I never feel uh, authentic wearing it. So, you know, I don't. But I like this. I like the necklace that you sent me. Appreciate you. And um, <laughs> I would like to know more about um, how I can get some more. So please keep going. <laughs> Absolutely, and everything looks looks great on you, Joy. So I think I did a really good job of picking out some pieces for you. Um, so actually, there are four ways that you can reach out to me. Um, I'm going to be on Instagram Live tonight, Q Playborn. I'm going live at 7 p.m. Central, just so I can talk about all things paparazzi. Okay. Boy, Joy is a mess. Uh, <laughs> I'm also on Twitter, Playborn Kiana. Um, okay. I'm also on Facebook. Kiana Honey Brown Round. Don't ask me how I came up with that name. That's you, what I've been rocking on Facebook for a while. <laughs> yeah, we know how is. you came up with it. <laughs> right, right. The <laughs> last way that, that you can find me is you can go directly to my paparazzi page. So it's going to be paparazziaccessories.com forward slash 376-539. That is my consultant number. Okay, I'm typing this into the chat. So paparazzi accept- accessories.com what's your number and it's also after.com is going to be forward slash Mm -hmm. three seven six five three nine five three nine got it yes ma'am hopefully everybody will see that in the chat i'm trying to make sure i'm also looking i'm also looking for consultants as well so anyone that's looking to make some extra money or perhaps you know look into some different avenues of Mm -hmm. career options hit me up as well 
You know what? That's great because a lot of people, they want to do something and they don't really know what to do. They don't know how to do it. Um, and you may not be ready to pick up pick up a, a, a McDonald's franchise or something like that, <laughs> but you might be ready to ease your way into, you know, an additional stream of income. So, uh, yeah, by all means, if you're in, if you like jewelry and you're interested in checking it out, um, check out Kiana Claiborne and Paparazzi because she's looking to, you know, um, spread the wealth, if you will. So how long has Paparazzi been um, in business and how long have they been doing this? I guess that's the for same at least, question. <laughs> they, they've been around for at least 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. I know several people who buy the jewelry and who are consultants as well. Okay. So, y'all's competition, like, I'm thinking about back when I used to travel and I go to the airport and see Bijou, Turner, whatever you call it, and it was like the little $10 store. So, y'all, y'all whipping their tail because they're 10 and y'all are 5. So, I'm thinking that y'all... Uh, are doing well because this like i said this piece i got on it's not like i'm wearing a piece of tin foil like this is a uh, really nice right. yeah yeah and it's really cute on you i love that thank you thank you very much absolutely and thank you for being my naomi campbell today darling yes. i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying to represent for you i was like i gotta put on something cute i put on this turtleneck so you could show i could show this necklace off with a good contrast and i am sweating bullets in here Cause it's eighty degrees in here. See, so. what, see what we do. See what we do for our sponsors. Right, right. Do you see what we do for our sponsors, Aunt Kim? I had to take this jacket off. I, I, love, I love y'all. You already know Joy is a man. <laughs> we go in. We about to pass out right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating for my sponsors. Oh, but uh, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about is. Um, we mentioned like you know moving a side hustle to a main hustle and um is that in your future like is this something that's possible for you are you interested in that or is this just like a a temporary like a covid hustle if you will so you know the more and more i think about it i am going to push this and make it do what it do so if in the next year or two i can replace my corporate salary i am all for it Mm -hmm. i mean i just started last week I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's 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 helping me in so many ways. Even get to know family and friends even more. Just kind of looking at things that they like. But it's definitely something I want to invest in and and do long term. And like I said, I'm just ready to make it do what it do and see where this takes me. You know, and I would say just from what I from you know from uh, my my knowledge and my my experience with you is that you're going to be good at this because you got a natural talent for sales. And so this is what I want to talk to the audience about out here. Right. If you have if you've ever gone to any sort of party, you know, back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, a, a warm spirit party or a Melaleuca party, <laughs> a, a fun party, a Tupperware party, whatever it was, and somebody's like, you should sell this. You probably have a knack for the charisma, the charm, whatever for sales. And um, doing something like this where it's like an online retail store that you own um it's an easy point of entry and it may play to your natural talents so for those of y'all who are listening um it may be something you want to consider because i know before i became a salesperson in corporate america people used to always tell me you should try this you should go into sales i'm like i'm an engineer i spent five (laughs) years getting this engineering degree i'm not going to sales right then i ended up spending 16 years in sales and being excellent at it um so you know if she says so herself (laughs) i am excellent at sales um because you know it's it's all about personality and connection but anyway well i um, I think over overall when we're talking about side hustles today we got kiana uh, claiborne from uh, paparazzi mm -hmm. so uh, make sure you check her out uh, across our social media channels and we'll make sure that we uh reiterate that to our our listeners but we want to say that when you're talking about a side hustle find something that speaks to your spirit and also speaks to who you are as a person like they can tell you 
people could tell you all day long, oh, you got you, you could do this, you could do that, you can do this. If it, if you can't connect to it, if you're not going to commit to it, then it's not going to work. I don't care how good the product is or mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are. Your commitment, your energy, your effort has got to make that make that work. And we right. got people talking about their side hustles in the chat room. I love it. I love it. But uh, I, I will say this. It's like this this here, you know, us doing this show is part of the side hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so but I love yeah. it. And so like right now, you know, we got a show growing and, mm-hmm. and we got a, a growing audience and a growing fan base. But it's only because and what the feedback that we both have been getting is, man, y'all are really natural at right, that. Y'all are right. doing a really good job. And I was like, I love it. And, I love and, it. We put a lot of energy into this. But a lot and, of energy. You know, I'm, I'm going I'm to uh, piggyback off of what you're saying, Ellis, and say um, whenever I do workshops, I talk about the law, uh, first law of thermodynamics because I am an engineer. Uh, energy can be neither created nor destroyed, only right. transferred. So there's only a certain amount of energy that you have in any given day, in any given person. How much energy are you putting into your endeavors you know if you're spending all your time doing something else and your side gig or your secondary job your husband, even your main job ends up taking a back burner it's going to show right and you know there's all stati- there's all kind of statistics that talk about the fact that so many small businesses fail in the first five years um that's a loss of sustainable energy you know either i mean granted there are things that happen unforeseen circumstances and things fall apart but uh there are also a good number of them where you just you ain't got it in you no more. You know, so think about doing something that you truly love. And there's also not every hobby has to be a side hustle. If you like baking, but you don't want to bake for a living, don't think that you have to do that. Right. You know, um, if you like sewing, but you don't want to sew for other people, then that's not going to be your ministry. You know, just don't don't try to turn everything that you love into. Uh, I got a friend to, right now mm-hmm. that makes great T-shirts. And I've already sold some of them, and I'm still selling the T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the shirts I, I've, I've worn here on the show. And I try to get her to make T-shirts, and she says, I don't want to be the T-shirt lady. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I got people that can sell it. I got, you know, ideas of, mm-hmm. of shirts that I can make, you know, just clever sayings. And she's like, I don't want to be the T-shirt lady. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I need you to be the T-shirt lady. Right, because I had, <laughs> okay. I had my cut already set. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make <laughs> some sales on this thing. I'm like, I've already got it planned. People hit me up and like, oh, yeah, I like that shirt. I'm like, yeah, but I got to go to my shirt lady, and she's yeah. not trying to make me no shirt. But so I, I got to buy them small batches. Like, So what yeah. I do now is I buy five at a time. Right. Let me get five. And then let's see how it works. And then I'll sell those. And I'm like, let me get ten more. And then slowly introducing her to the hustle. Slowly, but I got to find a new T-shirt person that's willing to do it. And she's, she's great, and she's right near the house. I might have somebody for you. <laughs> But, you know, that's another thing is don't be afraid to use your network. You know, like I said, uh, Kiana, I've, Kiana and I have known each other for years, and here we are supporting each other because she was uh, gracious enough to come on while we were talking about side hustles and talk about her journey and how she's gotten to where she is. But at the same time, this is a chance for her to get a, a broader audience for her paparazzi. And yep, that yep. is what networking is for. You know, uh, figure out what you can do for someone and what someone can do for you. It doesn't always have to be take, take, take. It doesn't always have to be give, give, give. It's a reciprocal relationship. Um, and strength is a friendship, if you will. You know, so um, look for people that can help you. Uh, look for people that are doing what you want to do. Get some interest into it and um, and then push forward. And, and give it all your energy uh, on top of that, you know. <laughs> like if I think about as I've been an entrepreneur these last couple of years, we got to go to break. Yeah, we're going to take yeah. a quick break and we're going to come back. back and we're going to finish. We're going to hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break here and we're going to come back and finish our conversation with Kiana Claiborne and her side hustle business of paparazzi jewelry. So mm-hmm. we'll see you in a minute right here on Thoughts and Moments Radio. Or just six. 
The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Attention, radio station listener. This might make you say, Ermigard! Get this station in 1,500 live stations plus a custom station you can create all in one right now. Download the free app now at iHeartRadio.com. Ermigard! And we're back because we can't knock the hustle. Right, with the super producer, Greg. Greg, Greg is like, stop texting me songs I'm, y'all supposed to play. I got this. Right. <laughs> Greg said you know what he And we didn't even tell him what the show topic was today. He just, he's finding this stuff. Because right. he's good at his job. I need you to turn that light back on, though, Greg, so people can see you. Nope. This, no, they don't need all that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got one more question we want to uh, pose to Kiana before we let her go. Yep, yep. Um, Kiana, you still there? Yes, I am. Awesome. So here's what here's the last thing I want to ask you. Um, what do you think it takes to jump into uh, being your own business owner? Like, you know, there's a lot of people that are afraid of that. And so what was it that pushed you into it? Aside from just, you know, because a lot of people um, end up working with somebody else as a side hustle, but you've jumped out on your own. So what, what do you think it takes to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is something I was totally afraid to get into and not because of the product. I just didn't feel like at first I had the confidence to do it. Now, my friend, uh, Stephanie Ferguson, who is my sponsor, who brought me in, now, she's not my boss by any means, but she's been talking to me about this for years. And we actually sat down and had about a 10-minute conversation. She laid everything out on the table. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started envisioning, okay, this is what I can do. This is how many hours I can commit to this. Mm -hmm. Maybe start it out in this way and just see where it goes. So it really just, it may be someone you know or maybe someone you don't know or people you're following on LinkedIn. Like I follow Mark Cuban, and, and I really enjoy a lot of his podcasts and webinars and things of that nature because just any little thing he can say, that can really inspire you to know, to really jump in and just get started. And I mean, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But until you actually try it, mm-hmm. you'll never know. And I think that's one of the worst things that, that always wondering, you know, what if I had done this and, and what if I had done that? And, the, and then also, too, you know, us, as us, as black people, I love <laughs> us. But it's okay to support more than one friend. You can support everybody. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait you a minute. don't have wait, to wait. pick a favorite. Put a pause on that. Put a pause on that. I need for you to say that for the say people in the back. Again. One more time. I need you to say that again <laughs> for the people in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they let came me, in late to get, service. They Y'all came ready? in late to service, and they already missed the offertory, but I need for you to say it, <laughs> say it for the people. <laughs> say it for the people in the back, please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So you can support more than one business, even if it's a product you're not a fan of or don't buy. I've had people say, hey, I'm not really a jewelry person. Well, hey, are you looking for gifts for your kids' teachers? Are you looking for appreciation gifts to give to your staff? Okay, that's for, well, I also support such as, support both of us. It's okay. Everybody has different things. So it's okay to support whoever you want. Right. Don't have to play favorites. Let's all do this together. 
Because it's better to build a network than to just leave somebody at the bottom of the barrel. And, you know, there are some analysts. We're passing the second plate right now. We're passing that second plate online. Cash app. (laughs) Cash app. Thoughts of over. (laughs) No, we don't have a cash app. We will. But, um, you know, but there are are some analysts that say that we are slowly but surely moving back to uh, mom and pop shops, neighborhood uh, neighborhood, uh, stores, and getting away from the big boxes like the Walmarts. I don't think Amazon's going anywhere, but some of the, you've already seen malls and stuff start to, uh, What's called creating flower. a local economy, and yes. basically the, that money starts passing around. So, like, comes mm-hmm. here, we go there, then you go there, right. and we're all that money circulates in our community, and so mm-hmm. therefore we're before it exits the community. And we've always we've all heard those statistics before you know. about how much the dollars is circulate a community before it exits that community. If we start doing this, if we start supporting one another, mm-hmm. that dollar can circulate. We all can feed on each other, passing that dollar around mm-hmm. before it goes off to the big companies that don't really care about you. They right. only care about your dollar. And I will tell you, I've got a shining example of that. One of my really good friends, her name is Dara. Um, she's a doctor down in Orlando, and I like to tease her and say that she is supporting the entire Central Florida economy because she's got uh, an assistant. She's got a massage therapist. Um, <laughs> she's got a hairdresser. She's got a personal styler. Um, she's got, uh, you know, a, a mechanic that specifically works on her cars, you know. Right. So, now, I'm not saying everybody can afford all of that, but at the same time, she's not laying out that cash every month for all of that, you know, except like the assistant and stuff. But she does her best to support the businesses that treat her really well, that can give her that special attention. And, um, you know, that's another thing. Customer service is everything. So she's found some really good local black-owned businesses that have great customer service in the Orlando area. And she goes, this, and she will say, this is where I'm spending my money. And so uh, multiple businesses. So, uh, Kiana, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you again. Absolutely. So there are four ways. So on Instagram, it's Q Claiborne. I will be on Instagram Live tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. You can also find me on Facebook under Kiana Honey Brown Round. And then on Twitter, Claiborne Kiana. And then my actual paparazzi website, which is paparazziaccessories.com forward slash 376-539. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Kiana. So much. We're, we're and uh, thank you for letting uh, Joyride model the paparazzi jewelry. jewelry. So we'll have that all on, on our uh, <laughs> Facebook Live, and we'll mm-hmm. po- post that video everywhere so people can see it um, in action. So thank you again, and we we look forward to seeing you again. You are yeah. sponsor of the show. We gonna, we we can bring you back. Yes. Okay. Yeah, please do. This could be side hustle number two, three, four, five, six. Hey, I'm not mad. I'm all for it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Get your own side hustle. I know. He, he was like, don't play with my money. <laughs> Well, thanks Thank again. you guys so much. Thank Th- you. Thanks again for joining us here. Kiana Claiborne. Yes, paparazzi, paparazzi. accessories. I like that name. I do. Like paparazzi because folks is just coming at you. Right. Like, wait a minute. Hold bling, bling. What's no, that jewelry? No pictures, what's that? No you know, as we say in our community, what's that jury? Jury. Yes. Jury. We don't got no L in that. No, no, no J-U-R-E-Y, jury. <laughs> what's that jury? <laughs> I got jury duty. <laughs> but, uh, but no, just just to plug it one more time. Again, because I am uh, big boned, as we like to say, 
I'm excited that, you know, this necklace fits. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like I got a rock size choker on. The earrings are cute. The bracelet um, is perfect. And I feel like it'll go with everything I own because I wear a lot of black. It's so, everyday jewelry wear. And sometimes, yeah. you, you know, you got to mix. You got your, you really got your nighttime stuff when you want to put your little, you know, mm. your bling bling, or whether it's mm -hmm. custom or real. You got that, but you have some stuff you want to put on on, on every day. And if you think about it, I think another beautiful thing about the, about the name Paparazzi and what she's selling is, like she said, each one of these pieces is $5. And if you want to be that type, like the Hollywood types that never wear something twice. Right. You can afford it. You can afford that. On this type of platform. You know, you're not out there buying uh, real <laughs> diamonds and then saying, I can't wear this necklace anymore because I wore it to church the other day. You can wear something new every week and people just be like, wow, she's balling. They right. don't have to know. Yeah. You, you can, you know, mix it up. Yeah. So I, I think, um, you know, we all have, and, it, and it's kind of funny, like people, you know, see us do this show and they say, okay, well, and I never really considered it a side hustle until fairly recently. Mm -hmm. I considered it a hobby, right? So yeah. you go, okay, so I come in, I like getting on the air, we do our thing, and it was a hobby, and I enjoyed it. And then, like, how do you move that, you know, how do you take that mm -hmm. next step into making it a side hustle? Well, you know, we have sponsors, and so now we're starting to get sponsors, and then as we become more professional in this hobby, then, you know, now we've got other networks looking and, and things like that. So it, things can grow. And I started doing a sports show on, on Instagram and taking that hobby to another level. And so it's definitely how you grow it. Um, when you're talking about a side hustle, I don't think, don't jump in there starting and thinking, I'm going to make a, make a million dollars, right. right? It's going to this, take a while to grow. This ain't so, no get-rich-quick scheme here. No, you need to figure <laughs> out your business plan. Don't start. That's another reason a lot of businesses fail, because they have no business plan. But um, uh, our guest, Kiana, said she had one more thing she wanted to say. So, okay. Q, Q, if you're still there. Yes, I'm still here. Just really quick, just for people who are thinking about maybe joining me at Paparazzi or whatever venture you're thinking about, Take advantage of the times we are in. Zoom conference meetings, Zoom presentations, um, talk to people on a Skype. When I tell y'all that I absolutely love this because I don't have to leave the house, you know, I don't have to put on fancy outfits. I could just put the jewelry on, take pictures of it, get on IG Live. Like, take advantage of all of these social media networks and these opportunities that we have right now. We don't know what the new normal is going to be. This may be it. Who knows? But take advantage of that right now. That's a great piece of just advice. Just don't do it at, on Thursdays at 5. Right. <laughs> Any other time at Thursdays at 5. But, um, you know, she makes a really good point. Just to overlap on that. On that, on that. <laughs> no, you make a really good point. And thank you for that, Keanu, because, you know, now is, you know, uh, you see all these things about, you know, do some self-improvement, do some self-help, get in shape, et cetera, clean your house, clean out your garage. But you could also, you know, a lot of people are taking classes, learning second languages. Um, it's a good time to try to build that uh, safety net so that you can invest in yourself um, and invest in a business, you know, and um, right now, because everybody's sheltering in place, uh, little known fact, most people are more productive with their day job and can usually finish it by about two or three in the afternoon. And now you got some time to build your second business. So take advantage of that. Well, if you buy into the uh, theory that Malcolm Gladwell said about putting 10,000 hours in, yeah. you have the opportunity now to get that ten, get, get those 10,000 hours. And so mm -hmm. one of the things I mean, March I, had 10,000 hours in it all by itself. One of those things I've been trying to work on is 
learning about more about investing and it's been like so i've we've started an investment club and i've been reading and learning about investing because it's like before you get a 401k you get your retirement thing you just throw some money in and say okay i'm just gonna throw it in this vehicle and let it go yeah and now it's like okay i'm starting to learn more about it so now hey i can be a more active investor um, I can read the financial papers and, mm-hmm. and learn more. And now I know what I'm looking at. I can look at charts now and go, okay, now it's not foreign to me. So now I can take more charge of my investing. And that has nothing to do with a side hustle, but that is just way of self-improvement. And so all of those things come into play. Moni made a, mm-hmm. a great point. And she said the challenge is monetizing the hobby. And absolutely. Yeah. But aren't you writing a book, uh, young lady? Like, <laughs> so, so you took, you know, you you wrote a book, so now let's let's take it to the next level. You and so come let's, on, be a guest. We, we got about. you on here. I saw my girl, Leisha, Dr. Leisha. Mm-hmm. She's also a psychiatrist, uh, child psychiatrist. She wrote a couple books about parenting, so we're mm-hmm. going to bring her on in a couple weeks. So we've right. got more, more people that want to come on and kind of talk about whether it's a hobby, whether it's their main job, whether it's a side hustle. Come on the show, and we, we have a platform here right. to, for you to showcase your wares. And again, about creating that local economy before it goes back out there to the world. Right. You know, if nothing else, it's a great practice interview. For I'm you. sorry, two books, Moni. My bad, girl. That's right. Get them straight. <laughs> Get them straight. Don't let them undersell you. But um, I think that uh, what I want everybody to take away from this is now is a good time to try something new. Yes. No matter what it might be. I mean, you may be doing fine at your job and you don't necessarily uh, have the energy or have the desire to fully investigate a second source of income at the moment. But maybe it's a passive source of income like uh, investing like Ellis is doing. Or maybe it's active and you and you find yourself doing multiple uh, jobs or multiple um, things that bring in income. But whatever you do, do something. You know, don't just lay around watching Netflix and, and gaining weight, you know. Well, I think ultimately the, the thing is we understand that that I think the coronavirus shows us how fragile mm-hmm. our economy is and how fragile our lives are, individually, right. our, our personal finances are. And so if we are in a situation that happens like nobody planned, well, should have planned, but that's a whole nother topic. But we didn't plan for this. And right. so when everything shut down, a lot of people, then that's what you're getting in the backlash is a lot of people weren't prepared mm-hmm. to be out of work for this long or to have a slow in the a slow shutdown in the economy like that. And so wake up, take it as a wake up call and find a way, you know, to become more independent. And sometimes you can't do that. You know what? But if you can do how it. Much, how much time do we have left? Uh, one minute. One minute. So we got a question from Elsa. Um, why do I find it so hard to charge people to teach them what I love, which is fitness? You know what? That's a whole nother discussion. We might even do a whole nother show on that. But yep, thank you yep. for that question. Um, a lot of times we have um, it's, it's, it's a form of imposter syndrome where it comes so naturally to you and you have so much fun doing it that you can't imagine someone would pay you for it. But it's not that they're paying you to have fun in, in front of them. It's that they're paying you for your knowledge, your expertise, your experience that you bring to it. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure that, you know, Kobe and LeBron and the rest of them, they love playing basketball, but they also do something no one else can do with a basketball, which is why they get paid so much. Nobody's going to pay me to make air balls all day long. You know, so <laughs> if you have something that you love, and again, there's that energy. Imagine how long you'd be willing to do something like, you know, teach a fitness class, um, get subscribers and have them tune into you every any other time that's not Thursday at 5 p.m. And, um, and and that can be a second source of revenue for you. I have a friend who is big time at a, a company, but she also does Zumba on the weekends. So don't be afraid to 
you know, uh, get online, figure out what the average fee, average cost is for that, and then uh, start charging people. There's nothing wrong with having fun and making money at the same time. Well, as our music changed to uh, <laughs> let we, us know. That, we can uh, put out every Thursday we can put out of the studio. That the show is, is coming <laughs> to an end. So Y'all know the rules. Yes, yes. <laughs> Greg is slapping our hands. So. so we want to thank Kiana Claiborne one more time for coming on today um, and uh, sharing with us how she got into uh, paparazzi accessories. Look her up. She, again, she's Q Claiborne on Instagram, and she's Kiana Honey Brown Round on Facebook. The and, Honey uh, Brown Round, <laughs> driving me wild. Anyway. Um, Check her out tonight, 7 p.m. Central. as 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern if you want to watch her on Instagram Live to yes. find out more about paparazzi. Always make sure you check her out. Mm-hmm. Great sponsor of the show. So and, if you want to sponsor the show, come on. Yeah, if you want to come on, uh, we, we're going to set that up for you. Just give us a call. We'll and uh, we got to get out of here. I'm going to go <laughs> take a shower because I've been sweating in this turtleneck like an idiot for the last hour. And, um, and I'm about to go work on another side hustle. Right. How about that? Right. Get your hustle on. So, um, everybody, y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe. Keep your mask on. Keep your gloves and your alcohol Everybody, you. everybody, keep your mask on. Right. That, exactly. That's Don't be exactly. listening to uh, Future. Keep your gloves on. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> keep your gloves on. Mask what? off. Right. <laughs> Don't mask listen to Future. Gloves, all of it. Keep it all on. Peace. <laughs> Can they be that close?